Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the DC United Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, James Graham. It is episode 13 and some say that number 13 is unlucky. Not me. We have an absolute awesome episode lined up for you today and that includes another guest on the show. His name is Rory. If you listened to the MLS UK show last week, you will know who this is. If not, you're in for a treat. Also, I'll be talking about what's coming up in the MLS UK community um, after we spoke on to a couple of my guests last week. And then also I'll be reviewing last week's doubleheaders. And I'll also be previewing this week's uh, Independence Day game. So first, let's head over to Skype and let's speak to our guest. So, as I said, today I've got uh, Rory on today, and if you had listened to the MLS UK show last week, you'll know exactly who this is. But if you haven't, Rory, would you mind just introducing yourself? Hey guys, it's Rory Moyella with DC United. Uh, thanks for having me. That's all right. Thank you for coming on. Uh, so yeah, as Rory's just said there, he is from DC United. So my first ever guest with, who's from the uh, soccer club. I had to refrain myself from saying the F word there. I can't. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know whether I don't know whether you guys get really offended if I use the F word or not. No, I mean, I'm from Spain, so that's kind of what I tend to, to gravitate towards. But obviously, being here, you know, nobody knows what you're talking about when you say football. So, yeah. or not in the way that that we want to talk about it. So exactly. So mind. you you won't mind if I use the F word then? No, no, of course. Fantastic. I hang on. Yep. All day, so, uh... <laughs> fair, yeah. That's <laughs> a fair point. Um, right, so um, so what do you do for DC United then, for the, the people who are listening who don't know? Yeah, so I'm the player care manager, so I partly deal with logistics of our travel, so whether it's flights, uh, our meals on the road, hotels, um, all that sort of stuff, I, I work with our team ops director to you know, basically make everything happen when we travel. Right. And then the other side of it is kind of relocation, signing new players. So when we bring a player in, I kind of oversee the bringing him in. Um, oh, wow. you know, we have a small team there to do that, but finding him an apartment, finding him a, a car, if he's international, visas, bank accounts, cell phones, all that kind of stuff. Um, wow. So when Wayne came, um, yeah. I basically transitioned to dealing with him uh, 100% and then, well, let's say 95% and then... Yeah. I kind of help out and oversee with the rest of the the guys that we have. So, so you you're yeah, it's been good. you're basically Wayne Rooney's personal care manager then, really. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, that's... Uh, we spend quite a bit of time together. Um, yeah. And he's obviously, you know, he's he's been around for a little bit, and he's, yeah. he's quite the quite the name of the game. So there's a lot of attention around him, and and a lot of it is just dealing with press or appearances we might do or even just yeah. fans uh, when we travel so nice. we're always happy to see but um, yeah you know when we're trying to get to a plane or, or to the bus or whatever we just have to get him get him through as quick as possible so that's what i help out with oh nice one of you know many things right <laughs> yeah that that's that is absolutely crazy i'm probably going to be in a little bit awe whenever you talk about wayne rooney on this <laughs> in this interview to be honest because that's just absolutely as you know, he is an absolute legend of the game, yeah. and it was. 
I just remember when he when the announcements uh, came when he was um, signing for DC United, I was just my jaw literally dropped. Were you was, a fan of the club before, or yeah. did you kind of become a fan? Okay. Yeah, I've been a I've been a fan of the club. Um, pretty, much, I wouldn't say a proper fan from the day dot, but I knew who DC United were, um, mainly because my English team, Millersborough, um, DC United signs one of our strikers, uh, Jaime Moreno. As you probably oh, yeah, know. That's right. yeah. yeah, I've heard of him. Heard of him. Yeah, yeah, I th- a few people might have heard of him. <laughs> um, oh. But I really probably got into it um, back in the days of Freddie Adu. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, we still get asked about him. Really? Uh, it, it's a little bit less now that that we have Wayne, but yeah. The, the thing when when people would see us at the airport or just kind of around, or I would say, oh, I work for DC United. Yeah. Um, not everybody, but like so many times. Oh, you signed that young kid, right? Freddie something. <laughs> like it's it's incredible how yeah. many people know who he is still, you know. Um, it's just incredible. Um, I just remember it was um, on the uh, game Football Manager. Um, or, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I kind of really got into it. And I actually was looking back on old emails last night for some bizarre reason. Um, and I just remember seeing the MLS fantasy football um, or fantasy soccer uh, leagues back in 2006. I was entering and it's just like, wow, I actually have been supporting this club for a very long time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, but yeah, it was. I got finally actually managed to make to a game last year and came back this year as well. So that was quite cool. Oh, great. Which games did you see? Uh, last year, it was against uh, Philadelphia Union. Uh, back okay, in, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate, but it was a heck of an atmosphere and it was great to be there. Yeah, uh, I just didn't enjoy the heat too much though. That's not that's what fair. The, that's well, not don't come I'm, back until maybe September then. That, that it's, it's it's brutal. It's roasting here. Yeah, I heard Saturday was a bit of a bit of a warm one. Oh man, today is <laughs> actually a bit cooler, but so the guys yeah. should, should be enjoying training today. But the yeah. last like week or so, it's been it's been quite hot. It's been yeah a lot. Yeah. Um, and then this year it was on my birthday and it was for the Montreal Impact game. Oh, okay. Uh, um, at least we didn't get beat on that one. I was going to say, not, still not a great game, but, you know, rescued a point there. Yeah, and hopefully uh, on the next time we come around, we'll get a win this time. There we it go. Just, it, trending, it keeps trending in the right direction, yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm hoping anyway. Um, so in your, obviously, job role, you've kind of, Give us a little bit of an insight to what it is, but what is a typical day for you? And is it any different when it comes to a match day? Do you get heavily involved with that? For sure. Um, you know, a typical training day, normal day, you know, I'll pick up Wayne in the morning. I'm at his house in the morning and yep. we uh, will deal with the kids sometimes, might go to school, um, yep. drop them off at school, come into work. Um, you know, when the guys are on the field is when I can actually get my most most of my work done because nobody's in my office coming to you know, <laughs> ask questions or, or I got to work on stuff. So I get like an hour or so an hour or two yeah. at my desk. Um, but when the guys are, are in the dressing room or, you know, coming in or leaving after training, you mm. know, I'm just running around uh, the training ground. So nice. doing, you know, preparing for a trip this week, we go to Dallas. So we're getting yep. ready for that. Um, whether it's doing something for Wayne specifically. Yep. And then once training's done, we, you know, head home. Match yeah. is, is pretty relaxed, um, uh, you know, not relaxed, yeah. but just there's not a lot going on. But what we do have going on, what we do do uh, is obviously very important because it's it's a match day. So the little yeah. things that we do do, it's 
it's we have to do everything perfectly and yeah. and make sure that we set up the guys to succeed on the field yeah on the pitch as you would say yeah absolutely um and i guess and if you're to, with wayne himself i'm guessing he's very kind of very professional very is he in the zone or is he quite chatty in sort of a relaxed manner uh before a match yeah you know it kind of surprises me that how normal he is yeah. Uh, Norm was as like just as an everyday thing. Uh, yeah. He gets pretty focused once he's in the dressing room. Like once he yeah. goes in the stadium, then he's he's in the zone. He's ready to go. Yeah. Um, but before then, you know, it's kind of just we talk about whatever we talk about yeah. the kids or what he did today or, or you know just kind of have conversation. Um, but he gets he gets focused. He knows when to turn it on. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, he certainly sent it on uh, last week against Orlando, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Flipping heck, that goal. What, what a goal. Oh, I just... It's so funny I'm, when you see those in person and you, you kind of just know, like, this is this is a huge moment. And then yeah. obviously on Twitter, online, everybody blew up. Oh, uh, it was just something else. I saw it the next... Well, I watched it live and then I saw it on the, the following morning on Sky yep. Sports. And I was just like, holy... Yeah. yeah. And that really did happen, right? <laughs> yeah, this is. I just remember it happening, and I was just like, my wife's upstairs in bed, asleep, and I'm just like, I want to scream and shout, I want to celebrate really loud, and but I can't wake her up because she but, would be really annoyed. Of course. But yeah, it was just something else that goal. Um, I mean, when when it went in, what was the atmosphere like there? Um, it you know, I, it was pretty. It was pretty early in the game. It was like the tenth minute, I think. Um, yeah. So. As you know, coming here um, to to games at Audi Field, yep. it takes some time for people to, to get in. So when the game yeah. starts, it's it's not full, and you're kind of like, oh, where's the crowd? Yeah. You know, maybe a third of the way through the first half, people start like filling up the seats, and and there's good atmosphere gets going. Um, and that was right around the time when he scored, so it, the place kind of blew up, and and yeah. that energized the rest of the game because it it wasn't the best game after that moment. Um, you know, we had some chances, yeah. uh, but Orlando, Orlando were good too, and, and we had some dangerous chances as well. But yeah, uh, that that goal kind of carried us through the rest yeah. of the uh, <laughs> the rest of the the game. And that beer shower as well, that looked awesome. Oh man, I can't <laughs> well, it was so hot that it must have felt great. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't like the stickiness after it after the beer's dried up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so obviously we had the uh, game against Toronto as well at the weekend where Wayne rescued us again with that uh, penalty in the last minute but uh, yeah um, yeah uh, I think I'll uh, gloss over that bit that game in, in its entirety <laughs> really um, so kind of going back to when Rooney first joined the club um, what was it like back then what, how much buzz did it generate around DC in itself honestly it was you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I've, I, as like I said, I grew up in the DC area. Yeah. Um, I've been a fan for for a long time, and I've never really seen or felt anything like this before. Um, yeah. With soccer, with DC United. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Wayne's arrival kind of coincided with uh, the opening of the Audi Field. Yep. And that was his first game, and and there was a lot of buzz, obviously, the whole year about Audi. And leading up to that, and you know, we were on the road the whole season, so it was this kind of crazy moment when finally, like, Audi was up about to open. We announced Wayne, so there was so much energy, so much buzz, and yeah. it continued throughout the year. And 
obviously our performances you know helped with that obviously um, yeah <laughs> and we did we had a really good second half of the season um ah. but it was it was incredible i mean it, yeah. wayne was a big part of that but the city really bought into the club again and, and people started turning up that maybe hadn't before and mm. audi field became the the new spot that people really wanted to go to and try out and i still i saw literally saw somebody today 20 mm. minutes ago who said hadn't seen me in maybe a year oh yeah. I, i'm trying to come down to the stadium i haven't been yet like let me know if you have any tickets and, and i will yeah. get comments like that all the time because it's you know it's a spot that people want to be at and That's... we just need to it, it's great and it's great for yeah. the city and it's great for the community to have something like that um and it's it's even better when we can turn out people and, and get some wins yeah, and it's it's great to see things like the attendance is consistently eighteen to twenty thousand every week. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's good for, it's good for the city absolutely, and it's and compared to how it was at RFK, um, you had that massive stadium and yeah. not many fans in there, so it looked empty, and it was <laughs> it was a bit. And now you've got this absolutely gorgeous stadium, and and it's full every time and it's just it's, you hear the crowd and everything and it's always good it's always passionate yeah, the atmosphere is, is is one of the best things about it for sure because it's yeah it's so tight you know, yeah the stands are right on top of the field you really feel like you're like just looking over the field yeah because of how steep the stand are and it, it just creates this like bowl of of energy and, and noise and cheering and it's it's great but yeah. our fans are awesome they are indeed um was lucky enough to spend uh the last game in the supporters uh, section and uh, uh, yeah. yeah that was uh that was phenomenal um right next with the uh, screaming eagles and right next to barra brava and everyone else and it was just like yeah i, I wouldn't mind being here every time this would be there nice you go. <laughs> um and kind of obviously we've had the last year was a bit of a transitional year with old stadium new stadium how much has it actually changed do you mean in terms of the club, or, or what? What do you mean that changed? Um, so in the in the club, in essence, really. Um, and ha- how's this kind of the the type of support that's coming into the club? Has has there been much change in that? Have you seen or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, it's really changed almost everything. Um, yeah. I, I would I would say because, um, you know. On the business side, our front office has a lot of new faces, and over the last year, there's been a lot of transition. Yeah. Um. So that's been that's helped to bring in more events and more sponsorships and and all that kind of stuff, uh, yep. which is obviously great for the club on the business side. Yep. And then on the football side, you know, with Wayne again, it just totally changed everything. How we play, our yep. mentality, how teams come and face us now, and how they look at us and take us yeah. seriously um yeah. because not only wayne obviously but luciano costa paul bill hamid you know yeah there's so many problems to solve uh, when you're playing us that uh, and to be fair to, to other teams you know the, around the league they've kind of took notice from that from last year and yeah or have not been necessarily as consistently successful as we were at the end of the year mm-hmm. um so obviously every day we're, the guys are trained to get back to that form um, yeah and to, to maintain that consistently, but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been altering completely, 100%. Ah, that's good. Which has been a great thing to be a part of. Again, having been a part of this club for this is my seventh year, 
yeah. a fan for 10 years before that, you know, it, it's been, it's been a pretty incredible moment yeah. um, in the club's history to, to be a part of. I can't imagine how, how awesome that must feel to be part of that. It's... I mean, I, I, when I was, I was an intern back in 2013 and yeah. we, made this big announcement about the stadium the current stadium and hmm. like we went to the to the land that it was going to be built at and we set up this announcement the mayor came it was this big whole thing and yeah. i think they said it was 2013 in two years uh no 2016 we're going to have the stadium by 2016 we'll be in playing really and as i'm sure you know <laughs> um they didn't start construction till like the beginning of 2017 yeah uh or maybe middle 2017 so uh, it took it, even this one stadium project which is one of like three serious ones that we've kind of been a part of throughout yeah. the 25 years of dc united yeah um it <laughs> to have it take as long as it did and and all that you know it just made it even more special that it finally happened yeah because um, we you know we needed it we needed it bad I'll tell you what, it's in in the kind of process of stadium making. It didn't actually take that long to build that stadium. It didn't. To be fair to them, they did it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Which was great, and they had a, a pretty hard uh, deadline for <laughs> that July 14th game. Yeah. Um, and I think there's still some things that they're looking to either improve now or uh, yeah. you know, change a little bit, which will be great. And because once they've seen it, like with fans and and people's comments and the staffs. requests and comments and stuff like that so they're going to continue to make it better and um i can't wait to see what else they do with it but it's it's great it's gone on that what what would you add to it if you could add anything to the stadium um apart from a roof from for all the fans in the uh if it gets rainy (laughs) that's probably my number one thing Um, (laughs) but I will say, I mean, I know they're working on this and planning it, but I, I yeah. think we're just missing a little bit of, um, I don't know, like little decoration or like a little like DC flavor, yeah. even just like DC United, like in the tunnel, in the locker room, like just kind of make it a little bit more intimidating yeah. um, for fans that come in, not fans, for the the teams that come in to play us. Uh, yeah. Because there's not a whole lot down there. Um, okay. But. It'd be cool to have something specifically DC related and and make it make it ours. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. Um, one little question about the game that's coming up on Independence Day. Um, yeah, how do you see that going? Are you would you be allowed to comment on that? Yeah, I mean, I will say, yeah, I'm very positive in just Good. in general, and I, I think we have a great team, and I think that we can beat anybody when we're on. You know, when we're on form. Yeah. Um, I'm not paid to say that. Um, <laughs> that's my general attitude. Uh, but Dallas is a good team. I mean, yeah. uh, we beat them last year at home. Um, yep. And it was a tough game. But but this year, you know, they've kind of maybe dropped off a little bit. They started off yeah. really well. But, um, but they're in good form. And we have to, you know, we have to be up for it. Obviously, not even the team related, but it's it's Texas. It's the middle of summer. You know, it's going to be hot. Yeah, yeah. There might be some storms. There always are for us in Dallas or Houston. Yeah. Um, so that's just another aspect of it to that we have to deal with. Um, yeah. But on that, obviously, both teams deal with it. And we just have to, to be on our game to overcome all that stuff. So, yeah, 
uh, it'd be great to to go there and, and get three points and come home and, and have a game at home. Yeah. Um, well, fingers crossed. I'm not sure I'm going to be staying awake uh, until 2 a.m. to watch this one. Yeah, however, um, I, I've got work the next day and I don't think I'll be able to uh, work on two hours sleep. I'm not sure about that one. I'll give it a, I might give it a go, though. You never know. Um, how do you see the rest of the season now going out for us? Um, MLS Cup champions? Uh, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I, honestly, when you look at this year and how it's gone, you know, started off really well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, had a little bit of a dip in, in April there. Yeah. Um, and then kind of trying to get back to that now and with july and i think that that's what that this league is all about you know for anybody who hasn't watched mls before it's really about timing and when you can hit your peak form yeah going into the playoffs like i know the playoff formats changed a little bit this year so you know the league matters a little bit more like the regular season because the higher you finish the more home games you'll get yeah um in the playoffs so we are obviously targeting that number one spot so we can have all of our potential playoff games at home, which would be incredible. Um, yeah. You know, playing that one playoff game we played against Columbus last year, oh. I've never been a part of anything like that in sports before. Um, that that was, was special, wasn't it? When when Nick scored the goal to tie it up 2-2, Nick DeLeon. Yeah. Um, I, I'm getting chills talking about it. Like, yeah, same. It, oh, was, oh. It, was, it was incredible. So I hope that we get to have have more of those moments um i'm sure we will this year yeah um but this is a good time for us this break i think was a good timing you know kind of maybe a little bit out of how we want to be playing had some injuries we're missing some players or we had been um so i think now is a a good time for us obviously to, to kind of pick it back up start getting points and and just keep trending in that right direction positively towards uh as we get towards october yeah so I would love to be an MLS Cup champion, but there's yep. a lot of good teams in the league, and I think we can absolutely do it. We just we have to hit that form in the right time. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm going to end it there. So thank you very much, Rory, for being on. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope we can actually speak again soon. Absolutely. I would, uh, I'd be happy to do it. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule. And uh, yeah. speak to you soon. Back to Wayne now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Mention the podcast to him. I will, absolutely. (laughs) Cool. Cheers, man. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. So, as mentioned in the intro this week, uh, there's something happening in the UK with MLS. After the podcast that I did last week with Taylor and Elliot, Elliot spoke to us and he was talking about doing something that will enhance MLS in the UK, so the reputation and the popularity of it. You may actually have already seen some of the start of it uh, with some groups and now teaser tweets. So that's things like memes and uh, GIFs and things like that. Um, but you, what you'll have seen from myself um, is the hashtag. And that's something that we're all committed to using. And that is hashtag MLS UK. And at the end of that, there's a nice little British flag. Um, this is just the start of it. And you will actually see more content coming along. And that will bring us together. My aim is to bring more DCU fans on board. So my uh, question to you is, if you know anyone who loves their soccer and wants to see something fresh, something exciting, point them my way. 
share the Twitter account, share the podcast, share the website, and anything that I've got that's DC United related. In advance, thank you. Um, so, I know that was short and sweet, but I needed to get that out there. Um, so thank you to Elliot of MLS UK Show um, for actually really getting behind this. Um, and thank you to all the other MLS UK uh, groups on, that are out there. So I'm just going to give you a quick quick uh, preview of those people. So you can go and follow them if you want to. And you can see what everyone is doing then. So up first, we have Henry Hewitt, who was the second half of the MLS UK show. We have uh, at any revs UK. We have at CF97 UK. That is for Chicago Fire fans. We have at UK LFC, LAFC, sorry. Uh, as you can probably imagine, that is LAFC's uh, uh, supporters group. Uh, we have a team that's not actually even started in MLS yet. We have Inter Miami UK. Um, we also have Finding Toronto. So that is the Toronto group. Uh, then you've got at Hugh Dynamo UK. You could probably take a guess at who's that for. Um, at Galaxy underscore history. Um, that is for anyone who is LA Galaxy related. So for those uh, Ibrahimovic fans out there, we have at UK NYCFC. Um, funny story about that. We actually work for the same company. A small world, right? I know. Um, we have at Filler Union UK as well. Uh, obviously, that's Philadelphia Union. Uh, we have at Orlando underscore City UK. That is Taylor. He was on my podcast last week. He is an absolute awesome guy. And then we have um, the team that we all hate um, from DC. And I apologize in advance for that. And uh, this is at RBNY UK. So that is for the New York Red Bulls. Boo. Um, so that is who we've got in the community at the moment. So if you're from the UK and you're listening in and you're actually running a a sports group uh, for an MLS team over here, then get in touch. Um, I will point you in the right direction. We'll get you in the group and get you part of this MLS UK movement. So that is pretty much it for that. And drop every single one of them a follow. They're all good guys. Um, we're all in it together. We're all want to enhance MLS in the UK. We all want to bring the league to a wider audience. So help us help the UK. So now we move on to the review part of the show. So first up is Orlando. And we cannot mention Orlando City and DC United without mentioning Wayne Rooney. He always comes up in these games. It seems that something about playing Orlando City, he seems to like. He always ups his game for some reason. It's bizarre. He's just like, he's like that bogey player, let's put it that way. I mean, Wayne Rooney is an absolute legend of a player. He will be many teams as a bogey player, but it always seems to come out stronger against Orlando. So, Wayne, if you're listening, I know I asked Rory to mention the podcast to you. But drop me a DM and tell me what the heck it is about Orlando that seems to bring you out a bit more. Um, but with that, I want to mention that goal. Because, you know, well, I could say which goal. You, you It could be any goals in any Orlando City game. But last week, that goal from, what was it, roughly 70 yards out? Absolutely crazy. Um, 
I was listening to uh, Rooney's podcast uh, that he's got its second episode in, and he was talking about um, how he knew that he was going to do it in a way, um, and how he already was aware of where the keeper was, and he knew that he was higher outside of the the box, and he knew that he had that opportunity to actually go for that kind of shot. So when the opportunity came up, he composed himself and he went for it. And it was roughly around 70 yards out. So fair play to Wayne for that. And keep it going. Um, I want to see more of it. And it's moments like that that really can dictate how a season goes. Um, That could have been the kickstart to the season that we needed after that break that we've just had. Um, For some reason in that game, it didn't seem to happen. After that, there wasn't a lot happening. So... And all the action was seems to be in the uh, the support section. Um, so they got a lot of action. They saw a lot of football. Um, sorry, soccer. Um, and you know, it was it was an odd one. Um, came away thinking we we were lucky to get a point. Uh, so to get three points in that one. So I'm not saying a point. I feel like we should, probably should have just had a point in that one. But there we go. Um, in the second half, um, we had a VAR review. Um, and that unfortunately went against us. Segura, um, his goal was uh, disallowed for an apparent offside. I say apparent because I look at it from multiple angles and it's not clear and obvious. There's one angle which looks like his head is ahead of the... Uh, that was weird. His head was ahead of the um, the, la- the last line of defence. And yeah... If that's what you're going to give it for, it's cruel. But, you know, the rules are rules and they're there to be abided by. It's a shame, but, you know, thankfully it didn't affect the outcome of the game. Um, The second game uh, was against Toronto at the weekend. And I did briefly talk about it with uh, Rory earlier. I did say I was going to gloss over it there. Yeah, but, you know, this is the review part of the show and I can't gloss over it right now. So, um, it was hot. Um, it was like that here as well. So, it seems like our climates are kind of mirroring each other right now. It was a very poor first half. I was nearly, annoyingly, I was nearly falling asleep. Um, and being early hours in the morning, um, that doesn't help, but, you know, it was difficult to watch. Um, Steber um, was at fault for the first goal, uh, for the, well, the only goal of the game. And he looked good going forward, but his defensive work was absolutely appalling. He allowed the player to go past him far too easy. And my DC supporters kept on. I would have wanted him to kind of commit a foul if he was going to do that. Um Maybe he's sacrificed himself getting a booking, you know, try and stop the play getting through into the box. But, you know, the play got into the box. Chris McCann was playing De Leon onside, uh, which is a shame. I don't think he had much choice on that. He wouldn't have been able to yeah, get himself back up into the defensive uh, line on that one. But hey-ho, De Leon was there um, and he uh, ruined it for us. The uh, DC boy came back and he um, ruined our night. And yeah, it was awful to see. Uh, it was great for Danny Owen because he's been great this season for uh, Toronto. So fair play to him for that. But could he have done it against another team, please? 
Um, eventually, though, uh, we got the goal through a VAR, and it was what the eighty seventh, eighty eighth minute it happened, and that was only after Ben Olsen was shouting and screaming. So I was watching this on Bet Three Six Five, and there's no commentary. And uh, so I was kind of making my own up in my head. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't have the uh, Dave Johnson. It's in the net. Um, but hey, hell for that. Um, and in a way, it's kind of nice not having the commentary. Um, I do love commentary. It makes the game. You can hear the passion and everything through the through the pundit. Um, but, you know, it's kind of nice to hear the other side of the game. And you just hear Ben Olsen screaming on the, uh, on the touchline um for a, a review on it because it was it was a clear foul on brillant and eventually the ref kind of took notice and reviewed it uh, and it came our way I, I don't know what was happening with video assistants referees they should have been calling that back straight away it's all it needs is a quick review a quick pause and play say so we need to check it have a quick look and that would be it that that pause that was intentional because you could just quickly go roll it back have a quick watch a couple of times what 10 15 seconds max really and that's it that's not a real big delay you've got in that game it took what the foul that i think happened in the 86th minute and the goal was scored in the 91st minute that's five minutes of nothing that is appalling to say the least and that is what needs to change in the game that the whole reviews um scenarios and the review um process needs to be sped up um so we got it we got the var and obviously really stepped up and he needed to do what he always does and that was just to smash it straight down the middle and get the goal um bioshaw was galore yet again in the support section um looks absolutely amazing so keep that up guys and yeah, that was the that was the game one one. Uh, we did attack quite a bit after that um, in the last few minutes of the game to try and get that winner. That was nice to see. We need to do it for the full ninety minutes though. We need to play with that attacking intent, that uh, pressure on the ball because they, when we put pressure on them, they were making loads of mistakes. And I hope Ben Olsen takes notice of that, and we actually keep going though because again. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The game against Atlanta, the game against RSL, those two games there where we were showing pressure, we were showing passion, we were really wanting to attack and play with a certain style, that was great. Now, we seem to be happy just to let the other team dictate play and we counter, and that is just, as you've seen, and heard it's inconsistent um you can't really play that like that week in week out but we've got independence day coming up and we've got fc dallas at the toyota stadium um this is the now preview part of the show um being a road game these are never easy in mls it's one of those thing quirky things about mls in general home is where you win the majority of your points um Road games, if you pick up three points, that's seen as a really big bonus. Um, get a point, you're doing well. Um, it's better on which team to, if you're playing. If you're playing FC Cincinnati, you expect to get three points at their ground. Um, 
FC Dallas, however, um, I was looking at their stats. They're averaging at the moment 1.37 points a game. That's less than what we are at the moment. Um, that puts them currently fourth in the Western Conference. They've played a couple of extra games compared to their rivals in the league at the moment. Um, they've only been beaten once at home out of 10 games that they've played there. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a difficult game. Um we have just seen a tweet come out from uh, DC United saying that uh, Moreno is going to be back. So that's going to be a nice bonus. It's going to be good to see him back there. But as I did mention before, Rodriguez uh, deputized absolutely brilliantly for him. Um, no, I wouldn't mind seeing Rodriguez playing more in there, but I don't know who you drop Um what kind of formation you play um, to actually allow for that? Would you? You can't really drop Canales, even though he does have some bad games. He's majority of the time he plays really well. You can't drop Moreno because he's consistently good. Acosta is the only player you could really drop, but that would mean we'd be playing with a deeper, deeper midfield for a bit, and it could work. And. Um, the only thing is we would lose a left midfield and I can't have Steve playing there. He His head's gone. He needs to go. He needs to leave the club. This is where we need to uh, bring back Assad because that would be absolutely fantastic. Have him on the wing. And then you've got Ariel on the right and Rooney up top. So that would be quite cool. Um, Acosta himself, um, he needs to bring up his game again. Um, I've noticed over the last couple of games is he's not... He's dropped back a little bit again. Um, he's been crowded out, which, to be fair to him, is a victim of his own success from last season. Teams have caught on to it. thing is, if Acosta's on it, he needs to probably get the ball away quicker rather than trying to dink in and out of all the plays. Um, because he's going to have three, four players around him. That's two, three players who shouldn't be marking him. That frees up other players. So we need to use that to our advantage. Um, what else? So I think in terms of who's going to be playing in the game um, on Independence Day, I think it's going to be a fairly strong lineup. Obviously, we're not going to be without Josh Morfer, um because uh, he's out injured again. Thanks to Ruan, again, um, he's got picked up an ankle injury. That was a pretty bad tackle. He got booked for it. So it wasn't a sending off, but you know, I'd want him to be sent off for that. Um, so my lineup for this week, I reckon, is going to be Bill Hamid in goal, um, Hara at right back. I don't see Chris McCann uh, playing at left back after he got subbed at half time. Um, he did not have a good game, really, uh, which is unfortunate. I never, it's never nice to see someone play play badly, but you know. Uh, so I reckon it'll be Pedroso at uh, left back. Centre, it's going to be the um, the Mister Consistence, uh, Burnbaum and Brillant. They've been fantastic the whole season. Brillant's been phenomenal. Burnbaum, what can you say about him? He's just there at the right time. His his positioning sense is absolutely phenomenal. Cannot fault him for that. Then in the centre midfield, you know, obviously have Moreno and Canaus. Um, and this is not only just me. This is lineup is what I think Austin will actually pick. Um, Segura will probably play on the right because Ariola's not yet back. You'll have uh, Rodriguez on the left, uh, Acosta then sitting behind uh, Wayne Rooney. Scoreline wise, oh, it's a tricky one. 
I think we'll be lucky if we get a tie. I'm not overly optimistic, even though Rory, um, as he said earlier, he's very optimistic. I want that. Um, it's just a tricky, tricky ground. We've not won an MLS tie there since 2007, which Ben Olsen bagged a brace on that one. Um, that one finished 4-0, but it's been a while since we've tasted victory there. Um, but on the flip side, we did end a similar kind of run against Columbus Crow. I think it was from the same year, I believe. Um, so it's not an impossibility. It's just an improbability. So um, let me know your thoughts on the game this weekend. Now, I've done this episode a little bit backwards, really. Um, I normally do the reviews and everything in the beginning. I do the guest bit at the beginning. Uh, the middle uh, and then i'll do the preview at the end like i've just done um but you know um i've not done any questions this week or anything like that so i've not had that to uh, go through which i do apologize for i know you guys like sending your questions and i like answering them but that is it for this week um i'm gonna be aiming to release these every monday i've set it up on my calendar i've set that in there I would love to have a guest each week, so I'm going to try and aim to have another guest on next week. I don't know who that is, so if you want to be on the show, let me know. Drop me a DM on Twitter, um, and we'll try and work something out. But until next time, let's hope we pick up three points at Dallas on Independence Day. Um, if you're listening to this today, um, on the day it's recorded, on the Monday, 1st of July, happy Canada Day. For uh, Independence Day, happy Independence Day for all you Americans who are listening. Um, happy mm, whatever day of the week it is to everyone else in the world. Um, like I said, let's bring those three points back to Heidi Fields, um, DC United. So until next Monday, Vamos United.